Hi. I got a tape I want to play. Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? Your move, creep. Take me to the volcano! So why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? Come with me if you want to live. This town needs an enema. Like I said, I need a bacchiatomy. Yes, that's a human ear, all right. I got a bad feeling about this. So it's come to this. Home of the hits. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing a lot of new movies we're now. T- we're, we're hitting the hits, man. Yeah. After uh, not covering a lot of movies from the last half of 2022. We're... You had something keeping you a little busy. You couldn't yeah. make it to the theater I've been busy. often, right? The, all those movies are finally getting to streaming. Thank God. <laughs> we're catching up on 2022. I'm That's, Eric. I'm Charlie. This is a movie podcast. And we talk about the smash hits, man. This movie, by every metric, total blockbuster. This is a good movie. This is great. This we're is a talk- fun movie. We're talking Megan. M3 Gan. Yeah. The third one in the series of Megan movies. Oh, man. And I can't... You know, for the for the fourth one, they're going to put the four in the A. I hope so. I know yeah. there's supposed to be a sequel already in the works. We're so talking that's model... how good this movie is. Model 3 generative androids, people. We're talking Megan. The new icon in horror. This yeah. movie's huge. Oh, yeah. This movie's made like... It's like a worldwide gross at two hundred million. This is a success story right here. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Yeah, this thing took the internet by storm. It, took, it, was, it was a viral sensation. <laughs> the memes and the on all the sites that I don't have, it was huge. This is a movie that made me feel like an old man, though. Yeah, man. <laughs> when I went, I was like, "This is not for me." I love it. It was, but it's not screaming eleven-year-olds. It's not made when for I went me. to see this, yeah. man. I was the old guy at the Megan Club. This is a smash hit with all the kids and all the teens. This is huge. It's a good movie, though. You were excited for this, huh? I wanted to see this from the beginning, from the get-go. You want you see you saw the trailer. I saw Megan dancing in a trailer. I said, "I want that robot killer doll movie on my eyeballs. Give it to me." Could you? So James Wan. This is James Wan, who we've covered He's a, a producer, little bit before, yeah. right? James Wan has like the money printing license Mm -hmm. this guy cannot fail yeah yeah everything this guy releases is like a hundred million dollar movie like this guy's been doing nothing but making money for 20 years huge hits his stuff will come out some of it will get rave reviews make a hundred million some of it like the nun no none made like 300 million worldwide oh my god the one of the worst receipt doesn't matter Juan just gets it he does we've done a Juan. we did uh malignant this is Megan was written by the woman who wrote Malignant. Yeah, this woman had two insane movies within like a, an eight month period. Maybe that's what James Wan's good at. He's good at finding like good people. Uh, yeah, because Akila Cooper, who wrote this, yeah, nailed it. Nails it. This is a perfect script, perfect horror script. Uh, it's directed by Gerard Johnstone, who's a New Zealand horror comedy guy. This, had, this was in New Zealand, right? It's filmed in New Zealand, Slash apparently. LA. It's supposed to be <laughs> Slash Seattle. Silicon Valley. Oh, is it Seattle? Seattle, Got it. yeah, yeah. I, and I only know that because you see Seattle police on the cop car. Got it. Otherwise, well, I was I was eye. thinking this is this could be Bay Area because it's a tech company. Felt The houses felt Silicon Valley yeah. where she lived. But apparently, Seattle and New Zealand have very similar Probably. topography. Probably. And, but James Wan, like you said, he finds people. And then he says, let's go out and spend $10 million and make $300 million. Yeah, why not? And then make any project we want to. This is all the Annabelles, the Conjurings, mm-hmm. Insidious. It's all hits. Then he does huge stuff like Aquaman. Oh, yeah. He'll, he'll dip his toe into the superhero And you don't even know. And, yeah. You wouldn't even know. It's not like horror fans are going out to Aquaman. Or maybe they were. I don't know. <laughs> I did not go out to I don't Aquaman. Know. It did have the Ocean Master in it and <laughs> Crab People. But... Then he'll do, he did one of the Fast and Furious. Oh, sure. This guy is insane. I I don't love a ton of James Wallace, but it's a real gotta hand it to well, he's situation. Kinda, he's turning into like the Spielberg of producers, too, where it's just, it's always, he's he's just attached to everything that seems to be good right now. Or you know, not everything, it's like but a, I mean, you know. It's like if Bloomhouse were, were just one man. It's like, what is, yeah, maybe James Wan really just like wrote a check. <laughs> sure and just said all right new zealand guy i loved your old movie make me a new fun romp of he, a, a sort of a horror not really a horror like this isn't really a horror movie is it it's or no, it's, the not, horror, it's not meant to be scary of course right it is, it is a comedy first it's a killer doll movie but uh, i also thought it had a lot to say about ai and 
addiction and what are we doing like getting wrapped up with this artificial stuff and not connecting <laughs> yeah. to people and what right. that's doing like halfway through this movie i'm like are we actually bringing this shit up in a killer doll movie i think the the reason megan hits so well and is satisfying to such a wide group of people is that it really spends the right amount of time <laughs> on a lot of the aspect you mm-hmm. know it it does dip its toe into the you know the social commentary but it also really doesn't lean too hard in it to a are we the real you know it doesn't right, do right, anything right. man it doesn't linger too long on the parents using technology as like a parenting substitute stuff kind of hits it as the right amount of the story you get a well what Not i the specific yeah. whole message of the story i didn't realize there was a whole dead parents plot to this movie i had no idea that that was like (laughs) the the driving force right so there's a whole yeah this is a nine-year-old girl uh katie who's been her parents die in the opening scene in a car crash and well the opening scene is a toy well the the furbies or there's that yeah and that yeah that to me was like i had because i watched this on peacock and they show you like three minutes of commercials first and then show the movie so they're like all right now watch the movie and then the commercial comes up i'm like this better this better not be another peacock. At what point did you uh, did you find that the perpetual pets was not <laughs> not an actual ad? That you when you got saw the poop come out of the pets, yeah, yeah, butt. yeah. <laughs> sure. I mean, <laughs> pooping dolls have existed since the early '90s, at least. So. I mean, this is basically opens just like uh, do androids dream of electric sheep? Yeah, with your with your robot pets. I, now that I've watched Megan a couple times, I. I I don't think it's really a doll movie. This is a this is a robot movie. This is more than just This chucking. is an AI. Like, this is this a is... deadly AI who is, wants to protect the girl but also there's a great I mean there's just so many great little moments of dialogue where it's like what are you? I've been asking myself the same question where I'm like this is oh She's man this learning. is like going a little deeper <laughs> yeah. than I was expecting from my killer doll movie. The kids screaming along to Megan singing Megan belting out the hits yeah. or Megan killing. We're not picking up on the subver- you know, the this more right. subversive stuff like that. But yeah, they were going a little deeper. She starts learning and questioning mm-hmm. and uh, is also the Terminator at a certain right. point. You know, it's it's the right mix of all these asking the right amount of questions. The the only balance that doesn't get right is not enough of the dancing. But yes. <laughs> yeah, no, a hundred percent. The only thing I knew going into this movie was the dancing meme yeah. of like the doll dances as it kills things. There's three seconds of dancing, you know, before we, she just walks and kills. Come on, Megan. We both pick it up. We both had a lot of fun here, and earlier we did. We both did stupid voices to call it a viral sensation, right? <laughs> but this is one of the best marketed movies. Oh yeah, of the last decade. They, whether it was, you know, like astroturfed or organic, does mm. not matter. I don't actually know. Uh, but that dance blew up so quick. And ma- they were showing up at football games dressed as Megan. Oh, yeah. Like, they knew exactly the right way to market this movie. And this thing made $30 million its first week. And again, it's almost They made me want to go million. see it. It is still in theaters. It's on streaming now, yeah. but it's still just like, people are still paying to see it. It's been out for two and a half months now. This is a it. smash hit. It's also unrated on Peacock, so you get a little more blood and guts. It's four seconds longer. It's literally, yeah. <laughs> and, it's it's like four shots. And, and has two extra F-words. Yeah, the CEO, David, uh, says a couple of F-bombs. But there's no way writing this movie and making it do successfully all the things it does that they actually predicted it would become like a gay smash. Oh, right. Yeah. This it's like the second the da- three seconds of total dancing hits. This movie became she became like the queer icon. <laughs> like they had to know at that point. They're like, we're gonna make billions. I'm not of even sure if I knew that this. specifically. Yeah, I, I knew it was a meme. I didn't realize communities were taking up Megan as a uh, Dude, symbol. Megan is a, is gonna be a queen. With the second she it. debuts by like whipping off her oversized like glasses with a little hair, it's like that's it. Yeah, slam the door. She's got a good sense of uh, fashion. Great fashion, great coats. The coats are the amazing. coats and tights combos. She comp. I love how she compliments Katie's coat in the in their first interaction, and is like always wearing a new coat in every scene. Yeah, 
yeah, a lot the, of cool details. The right amount of side eye that. that she does. Like, oh, she was going to be immediate smash hit mm-hmm. with the gay community. This movie is a very campy movie. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. You know, the the word camp's getting tossed around a lot. Mostly as an explanation to say why you like bad things. <laughs> Death of the Niles, camp. No, they're just bad. <laughs> they're just bad. Amsterdam, I want to no. meet Death of the Nile as camp guy. I want to know who that is. Join <laughs> Hellsite Twitter. They're on it. But this is camp. This is intentionally campy. Whether the marketing knew that, like, we're going to hit up the gay community. Big. Sure. We're going to nail this. They all retconned it, at least. Like, the screenwriter, yeah, you know, I definitely was talking to my gay friends. Like, no. Mm-hmm. We're making a killer robot movie. And you nailed it. I shouldn't. Like Megan, I think is it's. I I, th- I feel that way too. You know, yeah. it's it goes like the I exact said, it's not meant route for you know it's gonna take. It's not really meant for us. Yeah, but for a move, a horror comedy released in the winter months, some dregs of the winter months. But it's been a strong year. But yeah. this is big. This yeah. was. I just keep uh, just keep marveling at how much I enjoy this movie. I I shouldn't really enjoy this much, and yet, you know what it is? It's fun. It it's, is. It's a lot of fun. It has uh, a, it has the wonder of science fiction. It has the creepiness of the uncanny valley of Megan. It has a few really, to me, just fun, creepy kind of scares and kills. And the unrated version I watched first, so you, so I loved seeing the the actual little gore and bits that they do. I like that. I was wondering if I mean it's so little. Once we get into the story, the gore really doesn't pick up until forty five. You know, an hour in. Megan, there's a like a test model of Megan in the beginning, but then Megan as the character does not show up for like a half hour. Yeah, we get into uh, Katie's dead parents a bit. There's a lot of that. trauma of Katie uh, losing her parents. And, and that then... kid, uh, Violet McGraw, really good. She's great. As Katie. We're, you know, she made me think of how you always talk about Tremblay. I'm like this Tremblay. girl. This is the <laughs> this is a Tremblay level performance. We got a lot of good. Kids she is in like horror, a man. brat. She's sassy. She's depressed. She's angry. You're getting all of that from. She's got these great, just dead eyed stares. Great, eat shit stares <laughs> that she gives to Allison Williams. Allison Williams is great in this, right? Uh, everybody does exactly what they're supposed to do, right? Yeah, this is this is a well thought out, well well built, and it takes its time developing these characters, and then yeah, introducing Megan to kind of be the surrogate friend slash you know guardian. Yeah, I get I get this. Why this has all the exact same kind of hallmarks of a killer doll movie. It's just the modern touch instead of just rebooting Chucky. This really yeah. is its own thing. It's a child. So like when we were kids, Chucky was based off the. It had to be the my buddy. Dolls, right? Right, Which right, played, right. The commercials played incessantly for three years. Mm-hmm. The same ones, the same My Buddy. But it's song. the same thing as the Killer Ventriloquist. Like this goes back <laughs> all the way. Like a killer yeah. doll is a thing that's been around since you know at least the 1800s, 1700s. Probably right. totems and spirits being trapped in things. The thing I remember hating about that reboot movie of Chucky or you know Child's Play was that they basically made it like the uh, somebody switched this thing to evil. <laughs> <laughs> kind yeah. of kind of AI thing. And Somebody in the beginning, like an angry factory worker, yeah. just programmed like, it. I'm going to program evil, it right? to be a shithead. Because he got fired. I, I forgot. And that. where the original. I liked the Audrey Plaza. Where it's like the Chucky, original but, Chucky yeah. is like a serial killer soul in a doll's body. Cool. This yeah. one, knowing it's like going the AI route and having it kind of be like the Terminator who's learning things. Or like in. Uh, I was thinking of the uh, the Fifth Element. Where Lilu, oh. where Lilu's like learning the history of mankind, and she's like, "Why you kill? Why death?" <laughs> <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> she's like, you have you have great world, and you kill. Why? I love your. Uh... <laughs> Normally, our voices are like spot. I've given up. Normally, it's like, <laughs> what am I gonna do? Multi pass over like. <laughs> we used to really aim for like act like our the best. We're really visualizing. Like I worked it out once before, yeah, but now we just go. I like, don't have time for that. Anymore. We go full on just Italian accents. <laughs> hey, <laughs> everybody's why, why poly walnuts. <laughs> why the world bad? It's so good. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for our House of Gucci episode. So yeah, Megan basically has that like, what is? <laughs> oh, death is this, and oh, will I? I love the little like, am I gonna die? Am, yeah, we the, the AI becoming aware. That's you're already seeing that like in the chat bot stuff. Like 
you know, we're we're already using AI a bit much. For I know. Me. I'm a, I'm a luddite in that way, but I'm just like well, all we, the AI art that you see online and stuff. It's like this isn't. There's something wrong with this to me. Like I want to see. I don't know. To we me, are, it's like that matrix, right? Like, if it's not real, then it's not real. Yeah, well, you and I are, you know, it's it appeals, these kind of things got to appeal so differently to kids because, you know, we're yeah. the generation that, that did not have internet until our uh, late teens, mm-hmm. I guess, mid-late teens, right? And, you know, so we've never, you know, we're too old to be the always had the internet, always had, you know, like, this is going to become a kids with a, the iPhones rant. But it's crazy to me, like when you know coworkers bring their kids and they all got iPads, they all got stuff like the idea, like man, I the Game Boy blew my blew me away when sure. I was a kid, right? Imagine having yeah. just constant access to everything. It must be insane. How do, kids like? I don't know how kids today handle it. I don't right. understand. Like you're gonna get to learn all of that. That's what you got. You're there's gonna be Megan dolls by the time uh yeah. your kids, you know, I always think of ten years old. I, in that regard, I always think of like when I was a kid and if you had a tough day at school and kids were mean to you or something, at least you got to go home and like have your own refuge. Right. And now everything's <laughs> online and these kids can keep up with you. They might as well just be standing outside your house Man, yelling at you. I would have cyber bullied kids. I would have done it. It would have happened. We would have had to learn to cyber bully and cyber bully defend. <laughs> I'm so glad I only had to learn to like kind of physically defend. Yeah. Like, man, having to cyber defend sounds so tough for a, for a kid. Oh, man. Can't imagine. But uh, when we see Funky, is it Funky, the toy Funky, company? Yeah. When we see their like toy factory, I was like, it's I'm into cool, it. Right? I'm into it. I like that they gave us the toy developer side of things. Yeah. I also yeah, exactly. Developing these I we talked about how uh, briefly how this really doesn't hit hard as a horror, but it has great creep element. While yes. also keeping comedy within the creepiness. There were so many things I got legit just kind of did like a Ugh, in this movie <laughs> while then kind of laughing immediately at it, right? When they're just stretching the latex over the over the uh, the Megan prototypes, and she's got this droopy eye, but she's starting to make these kind of like sassy smiles. Like, why is she doing that? Like, why is her cheek kind of dimpling? And she has this kind of melted like rubber face. Right. It is so funny, but so like Twilight Zone mask off putting. I like how time. everyone who does not know what Megan is, as soon as they like catch on, especially the woman at the like park where they go, perfect, and she's just like. Yeah, because you would freak Jesus. out if like a mannequin basically moved. That's kind of what it you know she looks like for all intents and purposes. Like, I they the one they like we said this movie makes so many great choices that I could see just being bungled in mm-hmm. other hands. The fact that nobody in this movie reacts like to Megan without a little bit of like Jesus, like how everybody immediately recognizes like this isn't. This is weird, right? Yeah. Even they, Allison Williams, who makes her, is always just like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? It's it's hailed as this technological marvel, which of course it is. Mm-hmm. I don't think Megan technology is quite here yet. But, yeah. and the way they handle it, the way everybody, instead of acting in awe, is immediately just kind of off-put <laughs> by just her presence. Yeah, that the, felt right. It felt so right, because all of Megan, whenever she would just turn her head, is so perfect. She's creepy. She is a, a creepy little robot. They do such a good mix of real girls and animatronics and I guess CGI, the blend of the the technology used to create Megan. Yeah, there's a there's a person credited as Megan. There's the voice actress. L- little Amy Donald like, and, and on IMDb at least, yeah. It's like Darth Vader. They mm-hmm. really cobbled together three different <laughs> performances to make this thing. Basically, anytime you see like a full body or of her walking or something, that's a kid in a suit mm-hmm. with like yeah mask and everything on top of her. And then yeah, a lot of CGI. Obviously, yeah, the face for the close is up. A, sometimes it's a mask. Sometimes it's you know CGI to do the expressions. But it's such a good use of this blend that doesn't try to look like a clean super. It kind of relishes its kind of fakeness yes it wants to create that uncanniness it looks like a rubber mask yeah it wants you to see that kind of rubber underneath yeah and that's way better than just doing a cgi doll mm-hmm. that would have sucked that would have sucked you know oh, yeah. they, and <laughs> no they did just right uh, on the blending of all that when 
So yeah, first half hour of this movie, we're all really building through Katie's trauma and now living with her aunt, Allison Williams, who did not want children. She lives alone. She's a toy designer. She liked her solo lifestyle. Yeah. And a lot of so, good comedy in there too, just to bring that like Katie's really sad and struggling, but also it's like the idea of the collectible toys and the scene of Allison Williams having to reluctantly open up a toy for her to play with. <laughs> right, rip out You know, it's just killing her. Yeah. And uh, there's a great scene where she's trying to put her to bed and she's like, okay, if you need anything, I'll be right down the hall. <laughs> and she goes, like, will you read me a book? She goes, what's up? <laughs> I... That made me laugh so loud. So I dislike. She just turns around, what's up? <laughs> I disliked uh, Marnie on Girls so much. Oh yeah, <laughs> as a person, and over the years now, I think I, I think I love Allison Williams. I think I'm full Team Williams at this point. Yeah, she is the. I think I'm, I'm fully buying into her as Marnie, and I get, I, I think I just get it. I get the Williams now. I get the nepotism. She's great as part this. of it. She's great. She's got that more kind of modern uh, Catherine Mary Stewart. From Night of the Comet, mm, that same girl, but just definitely. a modernized Pilates uh, <laughs> girl boss version of that. Right, because she was like the obvious villain playing the the good character in Get Out, and then now this one, it's like she's you know she thinks she's a good person, she's trying to do the right thing, but she's in this terrible, impossible situation. And yeah, I did. But I, also, she's Tony but also, Stark. She's kind of Doctor Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah. She's very much into, like, making this doll a, a reality. She's just developing sentient Not AI just to help in, her, the kid. in her garage of her ranch house. Yeah. Like Tony Stark in a cave. <laughs> yeah. And Pretty much. But when Megan is finally introduced, it's the big pitch. It's the toy sensation, right? Immediately the biggest idea in toys. And when we get it, the movie just takes off when Megan comes home. Mm-hmm. From that first sunglasses removal to when she... There's a bumping soundtrack the whole time, too. All these montages are just good like... Good soundtrack. Oots, oots. Outside yeah. of Megan's just singing, there's a lot of good good beats. Yeah. Good feel to this movie. But by the time we're getting into the swing of Megan just as the tutor, as the best friend, mm-hmm. as the great listener, <laughs> as the person always there with the right advice, that montage of just Megan and her and Katie bonding was both real and hilarious. Yeah, yeah. The progression of her learning about why she needs to use a coaster on a table and learning about coasters to learning about condensation to the actual childlike reaction of like, that's cool. And Megan's like, it's insane, right? <laughs> I love that bit. <laughs> the part that worried me as a new father is the part about having a reminder to flush the toilet every time. I'm like, is that, that going to be a problem? Your I'm boy not looking is forward gonna to that. be blessed with all of his own unique, weird set of problems, <laughs> and you'll be responsible for half of them, and you just won't know it. Oh man, it's He's happening flush right now. He 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 likes flushing the toilet already if, <laughs> as he waddles See? around the house. So I think now we'll you got to be, be okay worried there. about if he ends up liking flushing it too much. He That's could be the, the the kid flushing stuff down. Oh no, it's gonna path off. My in collectible one of toys ways. all <laughs> going down the toilet. These laser discs are all getting jammed oh, no. in there. it's insane right but yes katie seriously flush the toilet (laughs) her dead eyes as katie's telling her some boring ass story that happened at school the kind that you are gonna hear relentlessly yeah this kid's gonna be a little gavin from kids in the hall (laughs) telling you everything that happened you're gonna be just go there's gonna be some days where you are into it and some days where you're just gonna dead eyed be like yeah yeah, mm-hmm. go on. I love Megan. I love, I love her movements, and I love the voice of this. That montage is just your perfect yep. introduction. Because this doll is not born evil. The evil switch is mm-hmm. not on. She, her evil develops. Yeah, she's creepy, but she's not inherently bad. The creepiness of her not evil mm-hmm. is still is so well done that then by the time she becomes evil, it's just like, yeah. Yeah, this feels right. This feels even better. Well, she, she, you know, she's a protector. It, it really does start out with the. Uh, there's the neighbor's dog is a menace, and the dog attacks Megan, and then the kid, and Megan just gives the neighbor that like, I'm gonna fuck you up. Stare. Said so that side eye that she <sighs> gives when her. And it's not just in the head turn. It's in like <laughs> when the little rubber silicone eyes narrow. 
yeah, there's like a narrowing and then like a looking down, like dressing her up and down look that she yeah. gives this neighbor that is very unsettling. <laughs> With her looking over the fence. I love the little... So there's so many little things, even though the, the R-rated version ends up showing more stuff. The stuff they get away with not showing and just conveying through descriptions is so good. When you find out the neighbor's like, no, it wasn't that girl. It was the other girl that stays up and looks out the window at three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think we ever see a shot of Megan creepily staring out a window, but I love yeah. the idea of the neighbor just somehow seeing this doll looking out a window at three in the morning. I don't even need to see the shot. I both thought it was a hilarious idea for a shot and glad that we didn't see it. Right. They get away with showing so little in this. And so I think that's where our little, you know, I saw the PG-13. I saw the big PG-13. You saw with it. the youth, the right? The theatrical It release. was me. I was the only one there without children. <laughs> it was, was so many parents just bringing their kids to a matinee horror movie. That's great. No this idea. is a, I mean, I would say this is a good introduction to horror if you're one of those people. So I see that on the horror Reddit every other day. My eight-year-old wants to watch horror. What do I get him into? Yeah, and I like, you know, you saw the unrated version, and you like the extra gore we got. Oh, I love it. The extra gore is good, I love the naughty words. But when a movie, I love seeing the PG-13 because you see how easily you can turn this into a really Mm -hmm. effective movie that then would go on to make 180, 200 million because kids see it, you know? They wouldn't have been able to see the full ear getting ripped off. Yeah. <laughs> Kids, that get doesn't a, get showed, right? Yeah, you get the close-up of the ear rip off. You get a little face coming off the woman as she's getting power washed. Oh, sure. And that that's a great kill. You don't see a power washer kill very often. The importance like that. of the details in these kills yeah. is so... The best part of Child's Play and the best movie, parts about movies like Dolls, especially... When you get to see the dolls, like, well, I mean, they're just so little dolls. And how they gang up and how they can take down a man. Seeing Chucky take down a man is great. Mm-hmm. But Megan is, it's no contest. It's not, you're going to need 15 dolls to take me down. Megan is a Terminator. Yeah, and oh, so definitely. By the time it starts building into her, you know, disappearing a dog that mm-hmm. bit Katie, and then disappearing a neighbor by power washing her face off yeah yeah but the little detail they don't just make it you know chucky the appeal is this doll is going after this guy and just stabbing him with chucky a yeah i was knife, gonna right? say how, do, how does chucky take down a guy just grabs a big knife just, yeah cuts out the guy's <laughs> legs and then just stabs him to death right somehow jumps five feet in the air and megan understands adding in extra jokes like pulling the power washer but also making sure Megan just gives it a couple of pumps. A couple of pumps. Get up that pressure just as much as you can with I was, robot I was power. trying to figure out if that was just for the power washing or if that was like a, she's adding in a little like poison mixture or something. Megan, I couldn't tell. I don't, contain, I, don't, I don't power wash. She contains multitudes. She also used a <laughs> nail gun pretty good in that scene too. <laughs> she, yeah, she's so efficient as a killing machine. Like these, Nobody has any chance against Megan. Yeah. So it establishes immediately with her kills that there's... There's no option. That's no, the Chucky, other... you're picking up and you can yeah. throw him. It takes him a long time to scram. But he is still the weight of a doll. That's true. Megan is the power of just a, a an ape. And also like yeah. sniper accuracy oh, a, with every melee weapon. Yeah. I mean she yeah, they show that other robot Bruce in the beginning, but yeah, it's basically Boston Dynamics over there where they're making robot dogs yes we we do get introduced for about 30 seconds that allison williams built the most fully functional smoothly like motion sensor robot in history that you control with the power glove allison williams (laughs) built a power glove controlled fox football robot that she just keeps in the corner of the garage fox passed on him and she just just like you know this was my college project like you built this at you're just holding on to Bruce out here. The dumbest thing. <laughs> I love how to... Oh, yeah, Bruce. I wonder if he'll come back later. She's just such an artist. You know, she's such a genius. She's God a real... They, they really... Yeah, they make her out to be this real, real uh, Elon Musk. The same. No. <laughs> they, do, they do a nice Tesla reference. Yeah. Which I appreciate since you can tell that technology's not ready for prime time yet either. Exactly. This... Megan... Does not quite have the body count of Tesla. Exactly. But if Megan were unleashed on the public at large, just as bad. If any asshole could buy a Megan, 
It'd be untold. It'd be the worst, problem. right? It's yeah. going to happen. We're going to get just Megan slaughtering kids. This is going to be one of those just... Tur- <laughs> James Bond going to be the, the James Cameron. Just he's like, he did know. He did predict. Like you said, this is Philip K. Dick dumbed down to the Pretty to people that like dancing TikTok videos. But that opening montage when we get introduced to Megan and what she can do, you get... Introduced immediately to the fact that Allison Williams is like, oh, Megan is the parent now. Mm-hmm. Now I can go back to doing my solo lifestyle. Megan takes over three minutes into this montage, right? She is fully running the show already. Yeah. They bond quickly, her and, her and Katie. Yeah, I, I love that bit where Allison Williams is doing the voiceover of the pitch of what Megan can do. And it's like, so you can get back to doing what's important to you. And it shows her just like on her laptop watching <laughs> just TV. on the couch on just, the laptop. <laughs> And uh, I related to that scene because <laughs> I love my son. And when we put him to bed, finally at you know seven thirty or so, I just want to sit on the couch and watch TV. Yeah, yeah. I want to play one video game for thirty minutes exactly, and then fall asleep at nine. There you go, right? That's it. That's pretty and much she, the life. If you're gonna release a ten thousand dollar toy, yeah, as something that costs ten thousand dollars but is for kids. You better put you them to need bed. to sell it to the adults. Yeah, <laughs> it not, your kid making your kid want a toy is the easiest thing about advertising. I wanted every toy that got shown. If there was a cool action figure. I wanted every toy in the movie. Everything. My <laughs> gra- my grandma, God bless her. Mm-hmm. This woman was old enough that they didn't understand new media. You know, they never really had a functioning VCR. When it stopped working, they didn't know how to rewind a tape. Like, that's where they stopped. Oh, wow. They weren't getting a computer. They got a VCR. They had a VCR, but they had to ask their friends Thelma and Cliff down the street to play a movie for them. So, no, it's the two triangles facing left. They never understood the VCR. It was always somebody else having to do it. So, that's where they stopped. I love that. And when I would be sitting there, Indian style, watching these cartoons, and I always loved the commercials for, like, G.I. Joe or Ninja Turtles, where the kids were playing in a realistic, like, dirt and hill army base scene just set up in their backyard. Mm -hmm. And my grandma just said, like, you know they don't look that good when you're playing, like, on the carpet. It's just like, this woman got it. That was like the, the modern. She understood. So she saw through Hasbro. She probably grew up when Mattel, you really right? did just take guns out in the hills and play around <laughs> with them. <laughs> She's from Oklahoma. They definitely played in in the hills, right? Yeah. But just all it would take was you know one truck crashing through some fake rocks mm-hmm. in a kid's backyard. So you're just like, well, I'm gonna need the Cobra Commander Outpost vehicle. Clearly, definitely, like, that's going on the list. Oh, and yeah. this, it's like, exactly you, can't just, you, you can't just show this toy. It's like, kids are going to immediately want this toy. But they're not the ones with 10K. Convince your parents to buy a $6 G.I. Joe. Much easier than the 10K mm-hmm. Megan. Even the one that comes in, in all nationalities. You know? I like that bit, yeah. It's the American girl doll that my sister had, but... What if it could also listen to you and sing and dance and do everything with you and does voices? Barbie on steroids. It's they perfect, call her. right? Yeah. And when we do finally reveal that Megan can sing and that she can dance, brother, who couldn't be on board? Everybody that sees that's Megan a, for the first time, that's who's not on board. That's the TikTok challenge is the, the Megan challenge. Get through Megan without cracking a smile. Right. I don't think you can do it. There's something always, there's, even her, her assistants, you know, the dumb guy assistant, like, I don't know, I just liked everybody. The assholes were assholes, and they got killed in great, gruesome ways in, in the unrated version. <laughs> the good people all lived. You know, Allison Williams isn't getting cut up. I know. I, I appreciated the simplicity and that you didn't need to be thinking about and following. You knew this formula. I liked this formula. You saw. You see every step of the way. Every when they, step they of the way. They introduced the big robot. You go. That big robot's gonna, you know, fight Megan at the end, and it's gonna. Yeah, the, you know that's gonna happen. You know when Megan gets destroyed, she's coming back for that yeah, last she gets Chucky half, gas. That torso is coming. They're back. not. They're not throwing any curveballs on you. And in yet, that way. Kept, well, you're on board for it. It kept surprising me in doing things. So one thing that I I did not, I didn't see the dance. I didn't know there was dancing in this uh, beforehand. You okay. Know, you usually I, I'm either just on my phone during the trailers mm-hmm. or I'm the guy that arrives at the theater when the uh, 
the soda and popcorn are being pulled and right. at the last usually I just miss them. And so I and I'm not on TikTok. So brother, when I saw that 3 seconds of dancing, when I saw the woman see Megan turn her head and just looking oh god like just be just taken aback it would be like the if you tapped somebody at the the supermarket on the the shoulder and they turned around to help you and had like full juggalo makeup (laughs) right god like you know if you see it at a distance maybe it's not bad but then when you're just turned and just ah Mm -hmm. it's just a, a such a shock i didn't know she would pull a 12 year old's ear off but I'm happy we got it. Mm-hmm. I I think that's my favorite scene in the movie. It was her ch- hunting Brendan. Were you the only one that thought Brendan was going to have sex with the doll? Was I the only? Oh, one? I, I mean, thought that was Brendan pretty, pretty explicit this, that yeah. that he's eventually going to undress and rape this doll. this doll. Yeah, yeah. So when she's when she's uh, out in the world and she's taking Megan everywhere and she's bonding and she's Katie's getting obsessed. You know, yes. like the kids on their phones and the kids. She's addicted their... to this doll. And she like... just wants to see her for like 10 minutes. <laughs> She's like begging for a little Megan time at the end. Yeah. Like a junkie. Junkie. Right. Man, I saw this kid once at lunch. His mom had taken away his phone and he kept sneaking around the table. He, this kid in full <laughs> view of me right over right over shoulder, right? He like did a fork drop and went to pick it up. And I'm watching this kid like watch his sister's phone. Desperate to watch what any kind of yep. media, right? Yep. He could not handle not having this phone. And his mother was just like, you know, Kevin, like, let it go. Like, we just not during lunch. Couldn't handle it, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's too much. So, Kate, imagine just being, this is your best friend now. You can't relate to other kids. You're in a trauma that nobody else know, that you know can mm-hmm. relate to, right? And so when your seniors start to integrate with other kids, Man, that shot of Megan sitting with all the stuffed animals placed on the the toys table, just in her black overcoat and black stuff. Not the biggest toy there. There was a teddy bear bigger than her. <laughs> yeah, the perfect shot of Megan in scope. But I that one shot, of, yeah, that one shot, of, I almost was like, is this an ET reference? Are we doing a little homage here of him in the closet? Yeah, but they know it, when yeah. I went and watched the trailer after this. Initially, I was like, they showed the dancing. And then immediately it was like, of course they showed the dancing. The dancing is why this movie is it's it why it was a sold out show. Of yeah. course they're showing the dancing. Like, of course you're showing the shot of Megan. Like, I'll be the, you know, you show everything in the trailers. In a movie like this, you show everything. And people say, yeah, I want to see that again and again and again. Right. The dancing scene in particular, that's the thing where it's like someone will go to the movies and be like, I'm here to see the dancing scene. Yes. I know I've already seen it in the trailers. I'm here to see the thing I saw in the trailer on the big screen. It's the way I laughed during the oh, are they OR <laughs> <Yes>. scrubs scene. <laughs> yes. He did it. Rushmore. He did, he did it. the OR scrubs. <laughs> that was the one like clip. Six, yeah. That was the one joke in that movie that they were like, we could put that in the commercial. We're putting that. Yeah, the one, like, smash, boom. I'm sure I'm sure Rushmore also made a hundred eighty million dollars yeah, off of OR. I saw that in the theater. Based on like Bill Murray movie. Dude, I, me and my buddy James saw that straight up for the OR. Oh, <laughs> we yeah. were here for OR scrubs. <laughs> I couldn't tell you who Wes Anderson was when I saw oh, no. Ru- Rushmore knew. in the theater. I just saw Bill Murray in a movie. I was like, we're going. We're seeing the OR scrubs, man. People are seeing the dance. I had no idea until I watched it. If I would have seen this dance starts, because, man, her arm movement, she's like, yep. This Eric's is doing the dance this right is, now. Yeah, I did it. <laughs> I might have learned the dance. He's, he's, it's kind of, she does. It's, kind of, <laughs> it's like when Ace Ventura gets shot with the darts in, in Nature Calls and his arms are flopping she all around. Limp. Yeah, a bit of a limp. I'm doing the kind of serpentine uh, Axl Rose here. Oh, man. Had I seen the trailer first, I would have been livid. To find out that the dancing is only three... that What you see in the trailer yeah. is it. Because right after she does her little, like, uh, you know, ice skating flip, she grabs the the copier blade. She, she grabs that uh, that straight-edge blade. That paper cutter blade, right? And then it then just walks. That's it. No just more like dancing. a normal robot doll. No electric slide. No nothing. Pathetic. No flips. That is it. What you see in that trailer is it. 
They sold people yeah. a bill. The sequel is going to be, I hope it is just a musical dance. I hope comedy. there's more dancing. There needs to be more dancing. So I got I, I haven't <laughs> I haven't watched Wednesday on uh, Netflix, but right. I hear there's a big dancing thing in that one too. Yeah, is that because of the success of the Megan dancing meme that oh, they I were don't... like, we have to add a dancing? I do not know the timeline of that. These okay. these shows came out of these. Did you watch Wednesday at all? I've seen some Wednesday, and it's really fun. It's is really there more good. than three seconds? Is there an actual? There dance is scene? a bit more. You know, she okay. goes to the school dance. And, uh, but it's just one little special. It's no different than the Uma Thurman Pulp Fiction dance mm. going uh, mm-hmm. going viral in 1994, Man. being parodied in every cartoon. Animaniacs yeah, are like, doing the. There's obviously a long history of dances in movies going viral for commercial. Marketing people purposes. love a gimmick dance, man. But apparently, people these days specifically watch movies and TV shows that feature one viral dance. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling we're all going to get more dance. I mean, let me tell you, <laughs> I didn't see any of the dances from West Side Story go viral. Mm. Maybe, maybe that's why not enough people went and saw it. Didn't have enough viral dancing. Just a bunch of great dancing. You got to have that. That hot clip. If they recreate the log rolling scene in Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, <laughs> but have like Wednesday do it, pfft, sure, just print that back the Briggs truck up, baby. I mean, just insert Megan into West Side Story. Now that I'm thinking about it, <laughs> yeah, you're good to go. The sky is the limit for this Megan <laughs> sequel, but this her. So we we see her power wash a woman's face off, right? Yeah, yeah. We know she killed a dog. Yeah. Strip tells this woman that her dog's buried. Gives her the dog the gives the woman the coordinates of her dog's grave. I like how she doesn't play coy. Yeah, when she finally went to this, I hated this neighbor lady too. By the way, I just yeah. wanted her to die so so bad. Just a low rent Margot Martindale. <laughs> totally to die. Exactly. We established uh, earlier that Megan's killing assholes. Yeah, Megan's protective, but she she's knows. like targeting real bullies, real real crazy bullies, and mm-hmm. Brendan. Is when this movie breaks open. Yeah, that's once the Megan first establishes kill, right? that she's killing kids. Yeah. This, this now movie... I wonder because Brendan does trip and get you know she doesn't <laughs> save him or anything, but I wonder if she would have just like maybe just kind of scared him a little bit. And then once it was like, well, he's dead. And then I love how she has a conversation with Katie later. It's like where Katie's like, "Do you think Brendan's in a better place? No, he's nowhere." <laughs> that, that's hard. That chilled me to the bone it ties in, yes <laughs> when she's like brendan is nowhere it ties in so Ooh. well to her i'm gonna do the comparison now this is like under the skin for like nine-year-olds Ooh. yeah but she is i'm gonna do the comparison it didn't now. make me feel as specifically hollowed out as under the skin made me feel for like three months. That's mm-hmm. <laughs> just like devastated as a person. Um, <laughs> as I cry during our under the skin episode. But Man. when Megan is asking these questions and hinting at things like there's nothing. Just like, oh God. Mm-hmm. Oh man. She's hitting Katie with this stuff in a way that Katie understands and relates to. And it's so deep and dark in those yeah. ways without without any kid in the audience that I was with picking up on a single bit of it. And I like how Katie is, it's like, like you said the thing about how we don't have to see Megan staring out the window. It's like, we know Katie's messed up. Yeah. Not even like death of the parents aside, like something wrong with that girl. She's a little twisted. And I love the scene where she shares the memory of her mom getting scared by a cockroach. That's the memory that makes her like, that right. she remembers about her mom. That it's makes her kid. happy. Weird. We a lot of red flags. We don't know anything about their parents. We the parents die. <laughs> we know we know they were hipsters and therefore were assholes they? and should have died. They were right they were to die. They were in an SUV. That's what we know about. They them. didn't That's know to put snow snow chains on, so fuck them. But once Megan <laughs> I'm pretty sure we were gonna get her killing Brendan if that SUV didn't do it first. Okay. Once uh, Megan rips a boy's ear off. I don't think she's stopping there. That's a grit. She made Brendan think about this ear ripping. Yeah. So that in the PG-13, we see the ear start to stretch a bit. Quite a bit. In the unrated. This ear is getting stretched like the mask. It looks, yeah, I was going to say, it looks like that uh, a scene from the 
thing where like just <laughs> it's like weird bra- tubes are coming out of it's it. It's like Brazil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just oh, stretching yeah. the skin until it gives way and just <laughs> rips off in the gnarliest way off this kid's head. And then right after she does that and he's like freaking out, she says uh, the line that I usually would hate, but I loved it, where she goes, this is the part where you run. Yes. And man, that to me, I would have been like, P.U., any other movie. <laughs> but this movie, I'm like, yeah, Megan, get him. <laughs> For some reason, if that, you can say, man, I was thinking that was same like, thing. <laughs> because when she says that, I'm trying to think of like, like, oh man, that'd be like a really bad line in like a Charlize Theron, like she spy mm-hmm. movie when it's just like, mm, I wish we didn't do this. But of course, I'm seeing this exactly. Charlize Theron Any spy other movie, movie, it'd be like that. I wish we're not d- this base. Yeah. level of dialogue but to have megan just be like this is the part where you run megan excels in worked. her baseness <laughs> the the little looks and little things wouldn't have worked well with just a real kid i don't think mm-hmm. i saw that orphan movie i've seen the orphan and let me tell you i was bored through 90 percent of this movie right orphan well, first kill it yeah just, kids aren't scared like you know we did the children of the corn episode it's like you just seeing a real kid is not scary. No one, had, yeah, know. seeing that plastic one robot. One of those kids in Children of the Corn scared me. Pretty <laughs> but I bad, feel like man. I could have taken them. <laughs> now, kid, a kid isn't scary to me, but like forty well, kids, kids, forty sure. kids don't love it. Those kids in Village of the Dam scared me. The kids are bad news, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get, I get scared by kids, but I'm not the kind that uh, hates kids. I recognize that these kids are meant to be scary. I yeah, like yeah. that we don't get these things. They wouldn't be as effective if Megan was just simply turning to look at something. It's that uncanny part of her. Mm-hmm. It's the perfect amount of unrealism that they keep on Megan. And I think the movie is so good at like lulling you into that kind of accepting Megan and liking Megan. And you know the scene where again that that cockroach scene where uh, I, I got kind of moved by that because <laughs> Megan records the the memory and she's giving her this like. You know, we're, we're, you know, friends forever kind of moment. And it's just like, man, that's a sweet moment. The movie actually gives you this sweet moment. And then it's like, oh, no, this is a fucking, you know, artificial intelligence robot. It is a bond. And it is this, like, sweet moment that then immediately goes, when I say they know how to hit all their angles for every scene and somehow make it work, they go from sincerely, uh, you know, not full tear jerking, but... Very sweet mm-hmm. and sentimental. The the trust that she builds with Katie in that moment of telling her how she's going to save these memories and giving her like philosophy that Katie can understand about what death means mm-hmm. and how they don't have to be gone. You know, how Katie's worried she's going to not remember most of her mom. That's what the importance of that cockroach story is. She's already kind of recognizing this is a stupid thing to remember about her, but it's a thing she remembers and. Then we get Megan singing <laughs> the same scene where I am then immediately like laughing at her singing a Sia song. Yeah, yeah. As kind of this like epic lullaby, we're just like they they fit they capped it off with a song. They took a tender moment and then had the character just break into song at the she Cheryl's. Sings, she meeting. sings like five songs in this movie. She's got an eclectic library. I know. I agree. It wasn't enough. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. Five? Full musical. I love it. But the Brendan scene. When she when Brendan is, you know, a real bully. The kid that grew fast the ocean. Nasty. Tells the kid that says the F word to his mom. Do you ever see a kid do that? And it was for me that was the most shocking thing. Like I couldn't that would not be tolerated. I think so I we, I've told that story before where I saw like a fifteen year old uh call a DMV employee a bitch in front of his mom <laughs> and storm off. And I was like I want to. I want to yeah, punch that kid in the so face. It's so shocking, right? Yeah. It's so shocking. It's like, how dare you? And so, yeah, that that moment where you meet a kid that's just like, oh man, he can say anything to his parents. Yeah. Like, I would, <laughs> I would get the wooden spoon. I would get the flip flop for yeah. for one B. I love I his. Stand, I love. Man. I love Brendan's mom is just like, oh, he's such a sweet, sensitive little <laughs> kid, and oh well, you know. Uh, yeah, it's a fun age, huh? Uh, what is she? She says something about like, oh yeah, acting out is relate, related to high IQ, so it makes sense that he's acting out. Yeah, he's and it's just like, that, no, you have the shittiest kid in the city. When Allison Williams notices Megan missing from the toys table with all the other stuffies, <laughs> and you get to the Brendan confrontation in the woods when Brent, you get the sense almost that this kid is gonna 
assault Katie. Yeah. I, it's, it's that's what I said. The strength and after seeing the unrated, but so many different things hit me in the, the big PG 13, the sense of menace I got from this 11 year old kid to just a nine year old girl. Hmm. You don't really see <laughs> kid violence shocks me. Kid violence in black phone. These kids having yeah. like a they live fight, <laughs> just make or just like I I very geez. much feel like uh, yeah that's something I've thought about recently with you know I have a little baby boy but it's like when he's five are there gonna be like eight year olds who are gonna prey on him right you know like or whatever like it's scary yeah and so this kid is like backing Katie down into a tree practically and it's yeah really uncomfortable I don't like it and when the camera like just. The camera work in this forest is so good. That pan around where Megan's just standing off in the fog. Every shot of Megan in this forest is perfect. When she is really going to hunt Brendan, she rips that ear after Brendan mounts her. Mm -hmm. Mounts her like Pearl finding a scarecrow. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) And when she drops the perfect line, as you said... (laughs) The line, they, they stole my line. They did it. They stole my script line. <laughs> when she gives him like a head start after ripping his whole ear off the side of his head, and it does the pan around a set of trees where she's walking, man, when she gets down and starts getting, like running like a dog, I lost it. I lost it. It was both, I was laughing, and it was so creepy. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> so, we're so learning what Megan is just capable of. I wouldn't have guessed she'd learn how to run with her. Like she's one of those freaks at the gym that does weird uh, yeah, workouts. I didn't anticipate all like fours. weird crab walk uh, mode. Yeah. And it's just unhuman enough. Like where you know a real human did the exorcist crab walk. So you know a human is doing this. and it's, So it's got that right amount of human awkwardness. Mm-hmm. But with robotic precision. No, man, she was, I don't know what she was going to do to that kid when she caught him, but that hill kind of just, that hill and the Jeep Wrangler kind of just did the trick. Yeah. That kid got dragged. <laughs> the shoe comes off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That kid got dragged under. But again, tough. That, but he's an asshole, so. It was that same shot in the PG-39. I didn't know how much of a difference between him getting hit, but since they obscure that, it behind that was about trees, the same, yeah. you know, you're still seeing a kid get hit and dragged, and there is a stripe down the pavement of that kid. That's PG-13, baby. Mm-hmm. But yes, I think that three seconds of Megan dancing, when she's finally going on her killing spree, the bodies are racking up, Brendan's dead, Megan passes it off. What, what does she say uh, when Katie tells her version of events? Katie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a perfect little... Yeah, she's like, yeah, Brendan... Megan said Brendan grabbed him and uh, grabbed her, blah, blah, blah. And then Katie just goes, or uh, Megan just goes, in a nutshell. Yeah. Megan, is this how you remember things? In a nutshell. In a nutshell. She's so casual about this. It's so great. I loved it in a nutshell. Yeah. And as she's just getting that taste and running down every, she crosses over at some point is just killing people. She's killing bad guys, I guess. But right. she's really getting. They're all bad people. She's really going after them. Yeah, in Brendan was amounts. an immediate threat to Katie's safety. Definitely, gotta go. Like Allison the neighbor's Williams dog, boss. immediate threat. Yeah, yeah, or, exactly. Or Kurt, the guy who's stealing company secrets and the, gets coffees. You know, right? Not as much of a direct threat to Katie. I feel like anyone. Yeah, I feel like Megan was just gonna kill, uh, dance in front of, and then kill whoever came around that hallway next in that yeah. scene. She was just ready to kill, and it worked out for for the, the world. shot of Megan. I'm a sucker for the shot of uh, of a toy waiting at the end of the hallway. It's the same principle on the, the Shining twins. Mm-hmm. You stand a kid dead center in a hallway, and it's just you. Man, if I was staying at a hotel and I came out of my room and there was one kid standing in the direct middle of the hallway, like 30 feet away. Just waiting for you. I'd be back in that room. Yeah. Why risk it? What oh, am yeah. I going to do? Walk the opposite direction? Walk past I'll him? I'll get ice later. <laughs> I don't know how young the kid would have to be for me to go like, okay, I'm good with that. But the younger it gets, the worse it gets. If I went out and then there was a two-year-old standing in the dead center, mm-hmm. even if I could take him in a fight, I am not letting anybody else just see me just just like, yeah, I'm just with this stranger's two-year-old. <laughs> well, the, yeah, I don't that's know. the real danger. Right? There's nothing good that can come from rounding a corner and seeing any child standing in the middle of a hallway, even if they're not a T-800. 
Yeah. <laughs> but if you're David, the CEO of Funky, and you know that that's your your prototype doll that should not be by itself in the hallway, I did like how he was just like immediately like, I got to go. I, yeah. I'm running. God. I don't want Nobody that. likes Megan. That's what's so great. It's like <laughs> Katie's the only one who really bonds with her. All the adults are like, this thing is weird, but it's going to make us money. So we'll. Yeah, they're all they're shocked and kind of appalled, but also rec- the, the rich people recognize the dollar signs. That's good work. Everybody else that has no financial stake knows the immediate bad vibes. <laughs> they yeah. were, everybody picks up on that. Brandon. Except, Bra- yeah. Except Brandon. Yeah, Brandon. Should have picked had, up on the vibes. That was karmic. <laughs> that, that's true but as short as cruelly short as the dancing is it really deserve does deserve all the love it gets they did the they did a three second dance and just said all right now go and make money for us <laughs> go and make the money go out for into us. the world that's tell it. the people to spread see this <laughs> far and wide and make us a box and they office did come. smash yeah this has to be one i don't have these numbers in front of me but I don't typically mentally associate January and February as the month for like the horror hits. <laughs> if you company is uh, releasing a horror movie in February, it is usually the turning, yeah, or the grudge oh, yeah. reboot. You know, that's the, the. But this is huge for a January February horror release, right? This is humongous, and they sold it on three seconds. None of the killing, just the three seconds. They sold it on head turns. You know, this is a Universal Pictures uh, movie, so I think Megan is going to enter into the canon. <laughs> it's gonna, it's a the classic monsters here. Well, you can't make a twelve million dollar movie that makes <laughs> you know fifteen hundred percent return on its investment. Not go well. We're going to be making seven more of these and a series. You know, mm-hmm. this is going to be a part of our next fifteen years. We are going to be seeing We're going to get Megan, the Megan right? spinoffs. Bruce is going to get his own movie. You know, the origins of Bruce. We got several Annabelles. <laughs> yeah. And the Annabelle movies did not make anywhere near as much money as Megan did. Probably. Yeah. So, I mean, I saw the Annabelles. I, I think they made, you know, a third of the money that Megan. This is insane how much. Everybody's seen those movies, and you assume they all make money, but... $80 million is a lot different than $180 million. Yeah, right? I was going to say, this is close. Next to... level smash hit. Yeah. This is like my big fat Greek <laughs> wedding of doll horror. And out of nowhere, smash hit, right? There's Just like we're going to the Nia Vardalos Megan TV series. It's going to start John Corbin. It's going to bomb after oh, a no. season, but we're getting it. It's uh, going to happen, right? I could see a, a Life with Megan series. <laughs> yeah. It's just like she's kind of like just the wacky robot that the eventually small, kills small someone. Small wonder. <laughs> but then like the mailman gives her a little bit of lip and it's like, we got a new mailman. Yeah. You need to turn the little dial in the back. Yeah. We're getting them all. You cannot make this much money with a property and not expect to, for them to milk it in every way possible. Mm-hmm. Megan costumes are going to be a thing. I'm sure they're going to have a whole Megan line of clothing. Yeah, oh, it's good. Yeah, Megan we, top coats. Next Halloween is going to be a big Megan year. Yeah, sexy Megans. Sexy Megans, right? It's going to happen. It's going to be wrong. They already had in the movie for the big Megan reveal. It's going to be the really? Wednesday Adams or the Megans. Yeah, that's that's your two options for Halloween, ladies. That's it. It's already. <laughs> yeah, it's February. It's decided. It's already set. It's been decided. It's gonna with it easily gonna hold up for ten months. <laughs> when you when you have your robot character playing to, a toy soldier's instrumental on the piano, I mean the eleven year olds in the audience are not familiar with Martika's number one smash hit. Mm-hmm. But dumbasses like me were <laughs> when Allison William when Megan escapes her her big debut, the big unveiling of the toy that every kid is gonna want toy of the year the toy of the millennium and megan's at home waiting like she's michael myers waiting in the dark i did not know they were gonna cut to megan at a tiny piano <laughs> where did the Wait, tiny piano come you from never see a piano before <laughs> no she brought the piano with her i think yes maybe they were going they were thinking that was going to be like a uh what was the the uh, artist's name martina Martika, I Martika. think. I don't know. I think 
So maybe they were thinking that was going to be like Martika's like Kate Bush moment from Stranger Things, where it's like <laughs> running up the hills, like back on the charts because of Stranger Things. Like we're going to get Toy Soldiers back on the charts. I'm actually surprised they never they didn't immediately segue into the actual song. It was just Megan playing the piano instrumental, hmm. which again, just a lot the, of people are not going to pick. Up just for the moms team. and dads. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. When Alice Williams, you know, the lights don't work. Everything's connected to Siri or whatever this movie's version of Siri is. Elsie, I think and, she calls yeah, her. Yeah, that's it. And Megan has now infiltrated the cloud and <laughs> controls the lights. So dumb, but it's so good. And when Allison Williams steps into the dark hallway and you hear the light piano, muffled <laughs> piano or fade, I, re- I recognized it so instantly. But I didn't know we were going to get a cut to Megan. In a- you expect Megan sitting in the dark. I thought they were going to do another hiding amongst stuffed animals like mm-hmm. a murderous et not the mini piano not the, it wasn't even a mini korg like it wasn't just a keyboard on a stand it was just a tiny little baby grand it was a baby grand a baby baby little grand. white baby grand yeah perfect good style though perfect yeah i was i was crying <laughs> seeing that there was the things that i was laughing at and then the things the kids were screaming about, right? It was such a different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're in different worlds. <laughs> Watch the. But you bonded over. We did, Megan. I did not talk to any of them to see no, how of they course. thought. No, of course, no. I didn't. I mean got out actually, of there yeah. quick. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> kept that trench coat wrapped up tight. But yeah, this is just effective. Bruce comes back. Bruce rips the shit out of Megan. You get Katie, who's never really operated Bruce before, <laughs> throwing haymakers and just right hand combos. Yeah. I love how, yeah, Katie suddenly cares about other people at the end out of nowhere. Like, oh, yeah, I guess I shouldn't let this thing kill my own. <laughs> yeah. My it aunt. just makes all the easy turns, all when you expect them to, the right resolutions, the right people live, the correct people die. Mm-hmm. Kurt gets his throat slashed hard. Yeah. Her boss gets the blood. So, big difference there, the PG 13 and the R. There's no blood That's in this the big elevator difference. slashing. Kurt gets doused. Kirk gets sprayed down by just a machete blade straight through his boss's chest. Yeah. It's it hosed down. And we don't get a Kurt neck slashing, obviously. We get the Kurt neck slash, too, yeah. Yeah. It's worth it. If you got that Peacock money, watch <laughs> yeah. the unrated Sign version. it up. Watch it. <laughs> I also love, though, that Peacock does have the theater cut. They do. They That's great. That is so smart. PG-13 is They so know nerds important. like me are going to check. Mm-hmm. We're going to watch right. the unrated version, then we're going to go, all right, I, I bet I know which scenes were cut from, I liked, from the PG-13. I liked the added use right. of... When a PG-13 can only use, what, like one F-bomb? They I, might, re- I, I have no... Yeah, I don't remember if they... Limit. I kind of love the fact that in the PG-13 version, they're using the one F-bomb for Brendan to tell his mom to, like, fuck off. <laughs> like, we get one... Should we give it to Megan? You've got to give it to the kid. Give it to this kid. Yeah. <laughs> give it to this asshole. And uh, <laughs> call his mom like a cumph. Oof. Like, I didn't say it. <laughs> we know what it means, Brendan. We know what you were saying. You binge. Yeah. Oh, no, he says it. He, he says it. He goes right past cumph. <laughs> he says it. Brendan says it. They, esta- they use their one F to establish, yeah, he's the kid that yeah. says it. And in the R-rated version, Megan gets to say it, too. She doesn't just threaten to pull Allison Williams' head. She put, threatens to pull off her fucking head. Mm-hmm. And I think that was all the big shock for us is something, even though we know Chucky's a bad dude because he stabbed that guy, there is still something the first time you see Chucky like drop drop the S word. It's like, oh, okay. Right. <laughs> this guy is kind of bad. He's just said the F word around these kids. Right, he all calls right. the mom a bitch maybe in the first yeah. one. Yeah. Like, Whoa, <laughs> like, oh, dude. Oh, all right. <laughs> this guy said bitch. We've seen him kill four people, but you still do the like. Jeez. All right, Chucky says yeah. it. He's a Chucky ass. said it. He's a this real guy, monster. Yeah, this guy is kind of a jerk. <laughs> and so, yeah, at, up to that point, Megan is very practical. She's logical. She's computer smart, right? She doesn't need to say it. She's the most threatening person in every room she's in. So when she feels that extra need to like, when she, her robot brain is like, you know what, a fucking would sound better. <laughs> Like that's the that this needs that little extra emphasis. Mm-hmm. She knew it needed that punch. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get sequels. Embrace mm-hmm. them. Some are gonna be bad. Next two are gonna be bad. The fourth one's gonna be like return to form. <laughs> <laughs> I like Megan four with the four instead of the A. 
right? Exactly. We're getting Furious 7. We're getting Ooh, made. Now like, I'm thinking, how are they going to do the numbers in all of them? Let's see. Yeah. Two is going to be tough. <laughs> yeah, two is a tough one. 2.0, maybe they go Megan 2.0. That's it. Because she's, yeah, at the end, the, the robot is destroyed, but it's obvious that she's... She's in the cloud. She's in the cloud. She's everywhere. She's going to be just... Ha- it's going to be like a... She's hacking in. It's going to be like the Superman plot where she's just going to be hacking people's bank accounts. Or they're, basically, they're going to make like a whole... They're going to keep making the toys, even though the CEO and everyone dies. They're going to make the toys, and then she's going to infiltrate like a whole line of Megans. It's going to be like eight Megans. It's going to be... We're going to get a Megan it's, army. Maybe it'll be... It's all the nationalities. James Cameron came into a meeting and said... Put an S on the end of Megan. Said Megan's. <laughs> Put two dollar sign lines through Megan, it. Dude, it's gonna be Megan's. If they release Megan's with a dollar sign S, <laughs> they're gonna be just laughing their way to a two hundred and fifty male gross. It's just them go. If all they have to do for the trailer to Megan's is have one uncanny Megan with like dead eyes, just like making it rain with bills. And every at a tiny piano, every kid, every gay, everyone will just be like, <laughs> obviously, we're going to see this. Gotta yes. go see Megan's. Megan's is gonna be a smash. <laughs> it's gonna break all records. Megan Cubed is gonna be kind of weird. Not many people are gonna. <laughs> Megan Resurrection is gonna be a bomb. Yeah, I'm really excited for all the bad directions they go, and then the excited for the returns to form. I'm excited for. The, I'm excited for. The dumber. I think that's exactly how they're going to. They're going to do the Alien quadrilogy, but with Megan. <laughs> yeah. I don't see how you don't do that. You have to. You have to do <laughs> Megan's. You have to do Megan's cubed. Yeah. You have to do Megan Resurrection. Do we get There's to no a way point where we have like a Megan Pandora? <laughs> Is there going to be like a plant where it's just like there are species? It wasn't her creation. There's a fire Megan and a water Megan. Yeah. How? I mean, this guy. Juan has been a... F- he knows Aquaman. He knows mm. these budgets. He can make the big budget suit. Like, how stupid are we going to get? I can only root <laughs> for the stupidest. I don't want to check out a lot of the... Ins- you know, I'm not going to be checking out the Insidious verse. I'm not really interested mm-hmm. in those things. I- I- I'm wondering what it'll take now to get me away from the, the shittiest Megan projects. If I saw two Annabelle movies at Third Street... I'll be seeing some Megan. Mm-hmm. I think it came to this. <laughs> it came to this, and it's going to come to the next decade of our lives. I welcome it. Get ready. I welcome the Megan verse with open arms. Yeah, Megan ready. back to the hood, maybe not so much. But I don't know if we're going to get full back to the hood. But I think we could do <laughs> Megan in space. Oh, I hope so. I think we need Megan in space. If they do, just follow the Leprechaun model. I think we'll get some pretty. Like, I think we can get there. I think mm-hmm. we'll get some pretty. I'm confident. If you can just get somewhere by following, quote, the leprechaun model. <laughs> I got to say, I, I love the aliens idea, though. <laughs> I think that's the way they got to go. So is that's this perfect an, to just an unfuckupable project? Do they just oh, have, yeah. they just, they, they knew so much. How did you just like, no, just do her side eye and have her with like a big pair of sunglasses. The only way it. they fuck this up is if they call it Megan Kills and they have the whole town yelling, Megan dies tonight, the entire movie. <laughs> Then they fuck it. Guys, up. how do we fumble this? <laughs> well, that'll do it. Yeah. Oh man. So when Charlie shows up in <laughs> the Megan verse, <laughs> when we get Megan holding on to Charlie on the back of a motorcycle. Yeah. And it's just like, well, it did come to this. <laughs> Put a fork in him, kid. You'll never work in this uh, town. I can't wait. I'm Eric. I'm Charlie. Thank you for listening. Good night. Mm-hmm.